2: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know, nonstop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Football. So,
1: I heard it all week long, right? 0-9 on Monday night. Yeah! (laughs) You like how this tastes? Then he becomes head coach, Mm -hmm. Niners. So, Kirk knows the system. Kirk is an incredibly intelligent guy. Kirk goes over there. You know, maybe the, maybe the Minnesota Vikings are kind of done with the Kirk Cousins era, the fully guaranteed contract, and say, hey, go ahead and move on. And then what are they going to do for quarterback? So, that now we've got a whole other team that's entering the whole thing. It's just very interesting. Unless they're taking Jimmy G back, and I'll be excited to see how the boys over in Minnesota feel about that. We well, talked about it, it. Maybe they bring Ponder back. Wow. Oh, I forgot about Christian Ponder until, move. what, earlier today? Hmm.
2: How would you guys feel about that? If the quarterback carousel ended God. and it's like, guess who's coming back? Yes, who's back? Christian Ponder. CBS, uh <laughs> hair wash guy. Or was it a Walgreens? I can't really I think remember.
0: it was a CVS. Yeah. I think you're right.
2: Well, this is Purple Daily. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff. By the way, uh, we are much more active on Instagram uh, than we were earlier in the year. Score North on Instagram. S-K-O-R North. You can also follow me on Instagram. I am at Phil Mackey. And we've got the Dexter, the underscore Dexter and Jay Zolgay. We're all on Instagram if you want to hit us up. And today's episode of Purple Daily is going to be all about rounding up all of these Kirk Cousins trade rumors. There's a lot of smoke. We're going to round everything up and sort of summarize where things are at right now. How much smoke versus how much fire and where should the Vikings be? Uh, but first, we're going to cheers a Corona hard seltzer to speculation season. Oh man,
0: I I can't wait for the day if it does ever happen that Kirk Cousins gets traded because I'm going to be stone cold
2: Steve Austin (laughs) in my apartment in Minneapolis just in and being doused in Corona hard seltzer. What? Cousins in the Niners, what? I don't know if Stone Cold gets down with seltzers, but if there That's is okay. a seltzer that he would get down with, it's probably Corona stream Hard it, Seltzer. Dex. It would. Do oh, it I'm streaming stream it. it. Oh, we're streaming I that. Like baby, to see this. couple couple of
0: seltzers in. Literally, the cans will be all over. I'm I'm all about it because it's the only hard seltzer made with Pier Beach vibes, with a refreshing splash of fruit flavors such as tropical lime, mango, cherry, and blackberry lime. Corona Hard Seltzer is a tasty, spike sparkling water with a splash of natural fruit flavor that allows you to enjoy the moment. In each can, Corona Hard Seltzer has zero carbs, zero sugar, ninety calories and is gluten-free, Relax responsibly. Corona Hard Seltzer spikes sparkling water with natural flavors, imported by Crown Imports, Chicago,
2: Illinois. All right, boys, uh, I, we, we've all been sort of combing through the Internet. We've got a combination of things to read, things to – we've got a clip from Ian Rappaport we're going to get to in a little bit. There was a deep dive on profootballtalk.com about the 49ers and Kirk Cousins. So stop me as I go here, but I would love to treat this as a roundup episode. Kirk Cousins trade rumors yep. and, uh, and and how much are we buying into this as a reality? So the one we touched on yesterday from Evan Massey, who covers the NFL and various things um, a little bit. Like, I've never heard of him. I, he says he's worked for Forbes and ESPN. I don't know, but he tweeted, the 49ers are looking to make a move at quarterback. Kirk Cousins, I'm told, is a name to keep an eye on. If the Vikings are open to dealing, San Francisco will push hard to acquire him. Ties with Kyle Shanahan make this an intriguing potential fit. Ross Tucker, who's very plugged into the NFL. Yeah, he's got sources. But he doesn't report. Yeah, he's not an information man, but he definitely talks to people who know a lot within the league, which is why this intrigued me. So he tweeted, can we fast forward to the day when Matt Ryan is on the Niners and Jimmy G is back in New England? sounds like it will be cousins in San Francisco, but either way, I think Jimmy G starts the opener for the Patriots. Sure. So where, where he says sounds like it will be cousins in San Francisco. So, some, so somebody he hearing that. That's what, he,
0: yes. Yes. He definitely, somebody called and like corrected him or told him that his, his Ryan to San Fran is off and it's, it's actually more Kirk. likely to be Kirk. So, which to me means that, 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 they're pursuing Kirk, like it doesn't mean that they'll get him for sure, but I read that as he was basically told you've got the wrong guy that that San Francisco has its eye on,
2: yeah, or does that make sense, or he saw the Evan Massey tweet, and he's like, "I don't know, that guy tweeted that cousins mm-hmm. in San Francisco." Yeah Speculation. All right. And then a friend of ours on Twitter and I believe a listener of of Purple Daily, Vikes Central, okay? And I'm not here to rip Vikes Central, but this is not a very like well-sourced out tweet. He's this is the tweet, okay? But it's written with confidence, which I like. Go 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 Vikes Central. Dude, he's I mean, this is the tweet. Vikes Central says the San Francisco 49ers have offered their second and fourth round draft picks along with Jimmy Garoppolo, to the Minnesota Vikings for Kirk Cousins. The Vikings want a first-round draft pick. Yep. Reckless speculation. I don't know where he's getting this from. I don't know. It's awfully specific. Yes. But it kind of makes sense. Like, it's the type of thing that you would think San Francisco would offer to get a quarterback that Kyle Shanahan likes. With with the first
0: phone call, though, right?
2: Yeah, like, like, hey, we'll, we'll give you... you this. Yeah, And then Rick's like,
0: oh, no, no, I, I need the 12th pick from the first round. And and that sounds like, like speculation that would be the starting point for the conversation that could potentially result in the trade, but it wouldn't look exactly like that.
2: I'm glad he mentioned Jimmy Garoppolo in this, because I think one of the biggest misperceptions or misconceptions about these discussions is that and I and and like a lot of people have tweeted back at me when I've been tweeting about Kirk Cousins trade speculation. Well, you think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to make a difference? No, I I don't. I have no interest in Jimmy Garoppolo. Like he's a very handsome man. Uh, he has very white teeth. He good and looking. he's a decently talented quarterback who can't stay healthy and tried to sabotage like three playoff games last year, including the Super Bowl. Um, I have no interest in Jimmy Garoppolo, and so. And and by the way, San Francisco doesn't either. In San Francisco, I think they're just trying I don't know what if they traded him, they might still love to eat a couple million dollars, but he basically has like two million dollars in dead cap. So whether it's the Niners or a team that that trades for him, like you ha- you can you can either restructure his contract or you can just cut him for almost no penalty, right? right? Um I don't have any like I I'm not trading Kirk Cousins so that Jimmy Garoppolo can be the starting quarterback of the Vikings. I would be trading Kirk cousins to open the door for either trading up to get a Kyle Wilson or a quarterback that I want in the top five. I need ammunition to move up and get that quarterback. And then that quarterback can be on a rookie scale contract for five years and make $30 million less than Kirk or whatever it is like 25 or $30 million. And then you can fill out the rest of your roster. Mm -hmm. Or what I really would want to do is take the capital I could get in a Kirk trade and use the capital that I already have a first round pick and whatever and just like give it all to Houston so that Deshaun Watson can be the quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings. Nowhere in that equation, for me, does Jimmy Garoppolo factor in, just to be clear.
0: Yes, this trade has nothing to do with Garoppolo, zero. Unless I have to take him and and I can quickly uh, spin him off to the Patriots for a draft pick, okay? This is about basically having an opportunity to trade a quarterback who is good but not great, and maximize the value of said quarterback right now. Yep. That's what this is. It's an opportunity. They, the Stafford trade to the Rams on Saturday changed everything. Like, it changed the thinking here. You you go from, well, it'd be nice to trade Kirk, but, you know, Kirk's okay. Kirk's fine, and we couldn't get much. When I, I said two weeks back, i take a third-round pick. You think I'm taking a third-round pick now after what the Stafford haul is? And, and Stafford and Kirk, to me are pretty much on the same path. So I consider them both to be good quarterbacks. But after I saw what the Rams were willing to do as far as trying to take their shot, shoot their shot, and what they gave up, and I know that there's a West Coast team that was um, intrigued and talking to Detroit about Stafford. I know that that same team in the Bay – And I don't care what the Packers say. The Packers are lying. I know that that same team in the Bay called Green Bay and said, how about Aaron Rodgers? Okay, this team is desperate to shoot their shot. And the next man up is Kirk Cousins, which is why I'm sure that they called Rick and said, how about a second round pick? And then Rick's like, no, but how about a first round pick, which then gives me, if I'm Rick, the 12th and 14th pick. You think I'm not going to explore that? 100%.
2: And and I yeah. know
0: I know that that there are cap implications here, okay? But I think it's a bit I think this whole thing of, well, the cap problem is too much. That's not how teams work. They try and work around things, right? Yeah. They explore potential. I'm going to tell you right now. If if San Francisco would give up the right price for Kirk, he will be traded. Like the Vikings are not go- going to say two first round picks. Oh, we're going to walk away from that.
2: And it kind of feels—I like said this to you on Mackie and Judd today. Uh, it kind of feels like San Francisco is ready to rock here. Like they're like we're on Stafford. We're making a call on Rogers. There's all this smoke surrounding Kirk Cousins that they've that they've decided. Yep. We got these pieces coming back. I know we went six and ten last year, but like our roster, when healthy, is ready to pop. Right. We're going to add a weapon in the draft. Um, and we're we're just looking for a quarterback to sit here, be healthy, and and you know we, we're obviously we're not going to get uh, Pat Mahomes, but like we need someone who can run this system and be healthy. And Kirk Cousins checks those boxes. It feels like San Francisco is ready to play poker and play ball, and the Vikings are kind of sitting here trying to figure out. Okay, all right, so uh, all right, we're uh, we're trying not to get fired. Um, we don't want to just be like left without a quarterback. Kirk's fine. And he was great at times, but like he doesn't really come back in the fourth quarter unless you're playing the Jaguars. And uh, you know he's 32 and he only has one double-digit win season. Like he's just you know he's he's fine. So I, the Vikings, I think, are 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 sweating. They've got good in their hands and they want to be great, but they don't want to give up good. And so that like there's no guarantees that they're going to get Deshaun Watson. I so I think the Vikings are going through all of these discussions, um, and the Niners are like, we've already had those discussions. Jimmy Garoppolo is not the guy, and maybe Kirk's not either, but, like, we think we have a better shot if we move on. I got another one for you guys here. Kirk Cousins trade rumor roundup. ProFootballTalk.com. Mike Florio did a deep dive into this this morning. And, um, I mean, this is like a thousand words. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm going to give you a couple paragraphs, okay? So um, what will the 49ers do? is sort of the question on, on this article, mm-hmm. a trade offer for Deshaun Watson remains possible. Although the price will surely be high Vikings quarterback, Kirk cousins, the player whom 49ers coach Mike, Sh- uh, Kyle Shanahan assumed the team would sign right, as a free Randy. agent in 2018, uh, could be available via a trade. It's not news that Shanahan would be interested in Kirk cousins, the player that, uh, that him and his father drafted nine years ago. The news will arise if and when the Vikings decide to move on from Cousins and if and when the 49ers decide to absorb a contract that pays $56 million fully guaranteed over the next two years. The Vikings first would have to be willing to trade Cousins. Before the Vikings would do that, they'd need to be willing to absorb $20 million in dead money for 2021. They'd also need to be confident that they have another viable option at quarterback, if not Cousins. Who would the Vikings quarterback be? Cam Newton, Andy Dalton, Mitch Trubisky, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Jacoby Brissett, Jameis Winston, Alex Smith. He lists off all those quarterbacks. Um, Mike, you're close. You're really close. Deshaun Watson is the answer here to this, <laughs> Why to this do, but math problem. Here's what I don't get:
0: the fact that that and I like the fact that Mike speculates here. Okay. But why does he draw the line at not including Deshaun?
2: The next, and furthermore, he, though. He doesn't. The next poem, the next paragraph yeah. is Minnesota could try to trade for Deshaun Watson if he'd be willing to play there, which I think he would be. Yep. But that would require multiple first-round draft picks, probably three and maybe more, to which I say, <laughs> okay, cool. fight me. Take them. And take plus, him. if you own picks 12 and
0: 14 and can't trade for Deshaun, you can trade up to take a quarterback like you can try and solve the the problem with potentially a team controlled player for 5 years. Mm-hmm. So like that's the next step. Like there's two steps here. One is explore the market, possibly trade for Watson, I don't know. The second is draft a quarterback. And now you've and now you have potentially solved the problem for 5 years on the cheap, which is ideal, right? So like I I don't get why why PFT doesn't take the next step, which is if you're going to trade cousins, it doesn't mean that you have no plan. It means that, it means that you, that you are might executing have a plan. The
2: hardest part of your plan,
0: and, yeah. and if you and if you've now got picks twelve and fourteen in the first round, you have leverage to make a really good trade for you,
2: yeah. right? Um, so that's a lot of smoke and fire and steam, and 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 we and we don't yet have the the Adam Schefter bomb, or you know, we we don't have. We don't have the absolute smoking gun. The Vikings are actively looking to trade Cousins or the Niners have made a concrete offer. Like, we're not to that point yet. Um, we do have a little cold water to pour on this discussion. Dex, if you could cue up this other clip from the Pat McAfee show, it's about a minute long. Is it fair to yeah, say it is? Uh, and and they, the guys ask Ian Rappaport, all right, what, what's the deal here? Like, there's a lot, a lot of discussions floating around there. Um, what are the chances Kirk Cousins could be the Niners quarterback next year?
1: Is uh, Kirk Cousins going to be the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers next season? Yeah, what's going on there? I I don't sense that at all. Um, I I would never say anything is impossible, as you guys know. Like this NFL world has basically taught us anyone can be traded. That one I would be really surprised about for anything a couple of reasons. Possible. One, mm. um, I'm not sure that I'm not sure that benefits the Vikings, um, and I don't know that Cousins is an upgrade over. Over Jimmy G. Whoa. Like, when they're, when they're both healthy Whoa, bro. and they're both playing, are we sure Cousins is that big of an upgrade for whatever it's going to call That ain't it. I mean, primetime Kirk Cousins was born two years ago at uh, Dallas Cowboys Stadium. Put it right in. Was that the Thielen catch over the over his head, right? Yeah, and then uh, went down to New Orleans. Kyle Rudolph, mm-hmm. potential push-off, yeah. wins a playoff game. Mm-hmm. This past year, potential not so push-off. great in Minnesota. <laughs> was that? Potential push-off. Kyle yeah. Rudolph. Yeah, he threw yeah. I off. I don't remember that. Yeah, oh, yeah he pushed off. Yeah. <laughs> you sheet. New Orleans Saints weren't happy about it because, you know, this is two years in a row. A bad call kind of ruined their entire season mm-hmm. on, in the past department. Oh.
2: So they're, they're so close on the equation. Oh, Jimmy G. Yeah, well, here's about the thing. Jimmy
0: G. Rap Sheet, love you, but you don't have a reckless speculation license, okay? <laughs> You're an information man. Which means,
2: which means reckless speculation.
0: You might be the first to report the trade, but you do not have the license or the education in reckless speculation to know exactly at this point in time what you're talking about. You're not right? a certified reckless, reckless exactly speculator. Exactly right. Um, can, I, can I bring up a, another solid reason why I think Cousins might be
2: traded? Please do.
0: Okay. And you you broached this um, before, but it's a but it's very important. All right, and it's this reason. So, I, I get the fact that if you were to trade him right now, that it would be a ton of dead cap, and that's a problem. And and I believe after June first, it goes down to ten mil, which is still a lot, but it's a little bit less of a problem. But keep in mind, if you don't trade him on the third day of the league year two thousand and twenty one. The 2022 salary, which is a base of 35 million dollars and a cap hit for next year, 2022, 45 mil is guaranteed. Okay, which means that you are, if you keep him in 21, you are going to have to go to him then, possibly, and either either threaten to cut him, or you are going to have to say, Kirk. We need you to restructure again. And what you have broached, Phil, is this. At that point in time, the Vikings are going to panic and try and do what? Smooth out the contract again by extending it because that's a... Cousins has you by the you know what's as far as extensions go.
2: And then if you were to do that even by one year, now you're now you're talking his age 35 season.
0: Exactly right. Exactly right. So my point being is do you want that? Is that what you really want? Do you really want to keep because he's gonna continue until the contract after the next one to have you. So that's why I think that there is a if you can say to San Francisco, my God, uh, we think we feel it's our obligation to reunite Kyle and Kirk, right? Like every, if you look behind this whole thing, there is more and more common sense to why you might say, you know what, we, we shouldn't have extended them last March. We felt that because we, we were in cap hell back then, we had to, um, and it didn't really work. So what can we do now?
2: You know what they could do? You guys ever you're, – you're, back when we could go to sporting events and all be together in a stadium and Declan can drink a $15 beer at Target uh, Field, yeah, which he longs for. Uh, and uh, once in a while before the game, they'll bring out like a wife or a kid and they'll blindfold them and oh, yeah. the father is returning from it duty me, or whatever. It's too every time. It what really if does. you did that with Kirk and Kyle? What if? What if you brought Kyle to the middle of the field and you blindfolded him and you you turn him around a couple times, and you had him like swinging at a piñata or something. Like you know, they they try and trick him, and then it's it's Kirk Cousins that walks up behind and taps him on the shoulder. Oh, and, and they, Kyle em- em- in it. An emotional embrace. <laughs> so I can see, see that happening. I'm so
1: happy to see you. Um,
2: I, I I think if I'm ownership, and I I brought this up with you on Mackey and Jud too. Which by the way, Apple, Spotify, ScoreNorth dot com, and uh, ScoreNorth YouTube, if you want to find our other show. There's so much discussion about Mike Zimmer and Rick Spielman doing what they need to do to keep their job. And like even the the pro football talk article that we referenced, there's a there's a reference in there to like if they want to keep their jobs. Right. And I'm just at the point if I'm Mark and Ziggy Wilf, if I'm the Wilves, it's been 60 years of no Super Bowl championships, a lot of good, a lot of 10 and six, a lot of nine and seven. Mm hmm. My mission as owners for Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer isn't all right. Here's the bar. Here's the bottom end of what you need to do to keep your job. You need to get back to the playoffs and you need to you need to run the ball, play defense and get back to 9 and 7 and 10 and 6 and and that's what you need to do to keep your job. My mission to them, like if we sat down in January and said, "All right, what is everyone's coming back what needs to happen in 2021? What needs to happen in the three months of off-season, free agency draft? Present me, the Wolves, with a Super Bowl blueprint. Fly to Jersey. A Super Bowl blueprint. Yeah. Not not a division championship blueprint. Not a second round of the playoffs blueprint. Right. Not a get-to-the-NFC-championship-game-and-get-smoked-by-30-points blueprint. I want you guys to think creatively, paint this blank canvas, There are no, it's like brainstorming exercise, right? There are no bad ideas here. There are no extreme ideas. How can we take what we have right now and the assets that we have in the draft and potentially in free agency if we can cut some contracts Mm -hmm. and turn this ball of clay into a Super Bowl winner in the next two or three years? And if you guys can be part of that solution and blueprint, even if it means admitting some mistakes or moving off some things, that's okay. That's okay. This is a safe space for ideas. And if we come out of that meeting and you guys decide, all right, after all the creative thinking, Kirk Cousins is still the quarterback that we want to pay top seven money to and 15% of our salary cap to in 2021, mm-hmm. even though teams like the Niners would gladly trade for him, if we decide that he is at the center of our Super Bowl blueprint, okay, well, you're probably fired. But like, okay, at least we've had that discussion about a Super Bowl blueprint. And I feel like like all the discussions I hear with from media to fans and and like what the team projects, the conversations are about how to be good, how to be a good, like be a how good team, just be a playoff team. That's and, what people no. talk about. Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl is what we're talking about here.
0: So I, I think to get there right now, to um, you're probably right. So you you go to a um, big boardroom and you meet. It's the Wills. I think you're probably Rick, you're probably, you're probably on Zoom Mike. though, right? Now nah, you know what? Screw it. No masks boardroom meeting you're just gonna throw caution to the wind right now okay but you know sometimes when when you're sitting there with a group of people and they might have been your friends at one time and then you get done and you're like oh boy i gotta save myself and you you do the old circle back hey you know what mike just go outside and wait here i got it i got one thing left to do okay and then you close the door again (laughs)
2: Oh, great, great, great meeting, guys. Great, yeah. right, hey, I got right, one more. It's just once, I'll be right there. I'll, I'll be right there. Just okay. one
0: more thing, okay? And then you say, "Zim, you know what? I'll be right. I, I forgot my pencil. <laughs> I left my damn notepad. I, I gotta go back and get it." And you close the door, and you're like, Ziggy and Mark, and they say, "Rick, what's going on? We just talked." You're like, "I got one more thing to tell you. The quarterback and coach don't really work." And I'm going to tell you right now that I remain the man for this job. I remain your GM. I serve you every day as your GM. And I'm going to tell you right now, we need to get rid of the quarterback and the coach. And I'm going to explore that because I know that the 49ers might give me a haul if I just make that damn call. But furthermore, the coach don't work. The coach is all about defense what are what's the one common theme here that we have not talked about when it comes to what the rams did on saturday and what san francisco appears to be doing they have coaches who are proactively saying i gotta change my quarterback because that's the most important part right Mm -hmm. what do we talk about with mike he's outside right now so he can't hear us but i'll tell you what we talk about with mike how can i my my defense we got to come back with it right we got to come back with a three tech who can kick some ass right that's the wrong approach. That's the wrong approach. And since I'm Rick, I tell the Wolves, hey, in 2014, I gave you a guy that could stop QBs. And at that time, I was right. But things have changed. The marriage has deteriorated. And in fact, the playing field has too. the coach and quarterback just don't work right now.
2: And now the de- the defense does need to get better as oh, part absolutely. of the Super Bowl blueprint.
0: But it can't be but it can't be big picture. The one the piece of the of the blueprint that we spend the most time on, yep, and that's what but I mean Shanahan McVeigh, what are they concerned about, what you should be concerned about? the main beam in the house is screwed up. We need a new main beam, and Mike's like, let's work on those toilets, <laughs> it's like, dude, the house is gonna
2: implode this is a good segue into every tuesday we also throw out some nerd football stats of the week Get those nerds! Nerd! 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 and and for this week i wanted to sort of pose the question and then answer it analytically like I, I wanted to pose the question and then come to uh come to an answer as objectively as possible even though i have my own biases and thoughts how good is the Vikings offense actually? Because I, I keep hearing from people. The offense isn't the problem. The quarterback isn't the problem. Uh-huh. The defense is the problem. Um, and I think for six of the seven years of Mike Zimmer, the defense has been the driving force and the offense has been like, right, you got it. Come on. We, we're pulling the offense along. Need more weapons. Need a more modern scheme, et cetera. Um, and, and in 2020 for the first time, those things were flip-flopped where the the offense was carrying the Vikings in in the in most of their wins in the majority of the season the defense was for injury reasons and and they also just decided we're going to draft some rookies in the secondary etc sure um but the but the insinuation is why are you guys focused on the offense if they're going to win a super bowl if the def- the defense needs to get better and then once the defense is better then they can win a super bowl all right So how good is the Vikings offense? Actually, pro football focus had it as the seventh best offense in the NFL, which that's great. That's great. Awesome. Mm -hmm. I would say it's not great. It's good. There's only 32 teams like seventh is is, it's very good. Mm -hmm. Seventh is also behind all four teams that played on championship Sunday. All four of those teams you saw play in the AFC and NFC championship games are ranked first, second, third and fifth in offense. Okay, Mm -hmm. All right. Football Outsiders. And again, I like PFF and I like Football Outsiders because they strip away garbage time. Like total yards doesn't account for the Falcons were trailing in like every game this year and just threw for 400 yards in certain games. Right. And the Vikings had a little bit of that, too. Sure. Uh, so Football Outsiders has the Vikings offense ranked eighth in the NFL, which, again, oh, yeah, and the defense was lower, like offense was better than the defense. But what drives Super Bowl champions right now? It's peak offense and defense that is good enough situationally, third downs, red zone, et cetera. Again, eighth is behind all four teams that you saw last weekend. What about just passing? Passing the football is the driving force for yards offensively and for winning football games in 2021. Mm -hmm. The Vikings passing attack ranked 11th, according to Football Outsiders. 11th. Once again, behind all four teams that played In last week's. That's not great. No, their running game was sixth. Yeah. So again, like their running game was sixth, not even first, not even second. Yep. And there's almost this weird aversion to like, it's like we see them ranked seventh and eighth and it's like, okay, that's good enough. Right. Super bowl. Super bowl. Seventh is fine. Seventh is not going to win you a super bowl unless you have the best defense in the NFL. What about PFF quarterback rankings? Cousins was 10th. Hey, he's a, he's a fringe top 10 quarterback. Mm hmm. Well, who were the guys playing last weekend? Well, Brady was second in these rankings. Rodgers was first, and Mahomes was another one. He was third, um, (laughs) even though he's the the best, right? Sure. And QBR, ESPN's QBR, which is passer rating with context. So, like, if it's third and 15 and you get 12 yards, that doesn't count as much as if you were to get a conversion. Cousins was 18th in QBR. So, a lot of good, but not enough great offensively. And I don't know that just getting a left guard... Like, do you think... If they get a left guard, mm-hmm. they're all of a sudden going to be second in all these categories. I think it's philosophy. I think it's partly Cousins' limitations. I think it's not the, uh, not being able to come back from behind mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter enough against good teams. Mm-hmm. And the, and a lot of the numbers they do rack up are against like the Jaguars and not the teams that you really need to beat to uh, to win a Super Bowl. And all so. all of it m- must be also I think offset
0: by the actual eye test itself. And and the fact is. Like, the main thing to me, just takeaway-wise, off the 2020 Vikings offense is very simple. Justin Jefferson's use, okay? Like, this is a player built for today's game. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a, you've got to maximize that. that that's that got to be a pedal to the metal every Sunday type of guy. And he wasn't. And, and, like, if you look at the the rushing attempts by the Vikings compared to the passing attempts, compared to, to the games where Jefferson was just sort of forgotten about. That's not how this works now. The Vikings really, if you are advocating what the Vikings did offensively, it means that you really enjoyed this league in 1996. Mm
2: -hmm. Back to the show in just a moment here. Federated Insurance has been helping and standing behind business owners and helping with risk management resources for over a hundred years. They're one of us from Owatonna, Minnesota. That's where the headquarters of Federated are. And if you're a business owner, think about how helpful it would be for you to have employee training at your fingertips. Industry resources that can help your business reach another level of success. Well, that's why Federated Mutual Insurance Company recently launched MyShield, the online client destination for risk management resources. You think about all the different things that involve risk and your company, whether it's company vehicles or ladders or anything, really. Um, Do you have policies in place? Have you thought about what would happen if an accident occurred? Well, that's where Federated comes in with helpful resources and guidance through MyShield. Find out more at federatedinsurance.com. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. That's basically what they did. And, Dalvin, look, Dalvin's great. Dalvin
0: used in the correct way would be absolutely awesome. Um, but this whole thing of, well, we're going to hand off to Dalvin and establish the run and establish him and blah, blah, blah. And then and then, oh, and we really don't trust Kirk. So we're, we're going to Kirk's good enough to put in a position to succeed, but he can't go outside that box, which is how they think they shut him down is for like a problem. three
2: weeks after the bye. He they literally said he averaged you're going to 17 gonna
0: throw... pass attempts in, in the two games, yeah. which included a Detroit game, by the way, like that Detroit game. Throw the ball 40 times. I don't give a damn. He averaged 17 passes.
2: Now, if you replace, in in terms of like, okay, what gets you to be in the top three of those offensive categories where now it's like, now you can win a Super Bowl, right? Assuming that Daniil Hunter comes back and your defense isn't a train wreck, but how do you get into that top three mix offensively? You swap Cousins for Watson, you get a left guard in here, and you throw the ball more than you did last year because you've got the receivers. Now you got it. Now you have a legitimate chance at a top echelon offense, not just a good offense that we are. We're, we're satisfied. Other oh, eighth. What do you guys complain? You know about? why we are want to win a Super Bowl because there's been a
0: lot of garbage and crap. That's why we, we have seen we have seen. So the, they didn't win it, but the the '98 Vikings in 2009 had the template of offense that would translate to today's game yeah. to win Super Bowls. And They self sabotaged. They did, but besides game. that, there's not been a lot. Yep. And the Keenum thing was a, a, a magic carpet ride of some sort. I don't know if I really bought into it fully, um, but Favre and and Moss and uh, in 98, those were teams that could have actually taken you, uh, and I think realistically won. But besides that, I I think we get, offensively, I think we get excited too by stats. Oh, they were fourth in yards, right? Or they were... The, and we don't look at the reality of what it's going to take. And by the way, with the mission statement of this show, which is to win, not go to, which is to win a Super Bowl, we're talking about beating Patrick Mahomes, okay?
2: And Tom Brady. And Tom Brady. But I mean, if you go if
0: you go play the Chiefs and you're like, you know what? Our defense going to shut them down, which is what
2: Zim would think. No, you're not. You're going to have to go toe-to-toe in the ring, punch for punch. You might be down by 7 or 10 points in the fourth quarter. Another thing is, you know, it's like some of the stats, if you go to some of the counting stats like yards per play or Kirk Cousins' traditional passer rating and yards per attempt and things like that, like he's, he's more like closer to actually a fringe top five quarterback with some of those stats. Um, and that's where you – I'm a huge stats and analytics guy. But you got to, and, I, and he's, I'm not saying he's garbage or that he's like negative value to a team, you know, necessarily. I'm just saying that some of it comes down to watching the games and how you feel in certain instances. Mm-hmm. And when the Vikings are playing a good team and they're down by a touchdown and it's late in the fourth quarter, how do you feel about their chances to win that game? Pretty crappy, right? It's one question. don't to, win
0: games like it's that. It's one question. Week 309. Do you feel that Kirk Cousins could complete that pass to Greg Lewis, who was a no-name? Do you feel that? And how many times as a Viking fan have you felt confident that your quarterback can complete that pass? Because that's the type of play that you need to win Super Bowls. Hmm?
2: So that is your Kirk Cousins Rumor Roundup episode. We are your central headquarters for Kirk Cousins' Rumor roundups, speculation. Others, listen, we dare to speculate where others will not. Because we have PhDs in reckless speculation. Yeah. We are here to, uh, to follow this off-season speculation season with you every day on Purple Daily. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, don't forget to click the subscribe button and also the little bell notification uh, on our YouTube channel. And if you could, give us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple. It helps spread the word about the show. We'll see you guys tomorrow.